Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, June 1, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we have what may be the obvious first, and then we're going to look at other charts to determine exactly what's going on here. The market poked its head once again at another new high. And that's what happens when you're in an uptrend, certainly above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until she throws your crap out the window. What we talked about over the last day or so is this. The market goes up and it pulls back. It goes up and it pulls back. And it keeps doing this in an uptrend until the uptrend's over. So it went up and we had a little bit of a day and a half pullback. And we said last night, until this happens down here and below the 20 period moving average, or as I like to say, home base, until that happens, meaning price gets below, then they remain in the uptrend and there's nothing wrong with the tape. So we flip over to the weekly chart and what do we see? Well, remember, two weeks ago they closed on top of the 100 period moving average. Last week they closed slightly above the 100 period moving average. This week they're above the 100 period moving average and tomorrow is the close if they close above it tomorrow that's just a bullish signal period end of story what was today's destination for mrs market 42214 we've talked about this particular gap many many times that was the next place above 420 they did 420 they struggled they pulled back some back and forth you don't even see it on the weekly chart it just looks like they're grinding up. When you go back to the daily chart, what do you see? You see the back and forth intra-week and intra-day noise if you look at an intra-day chart. So here's the situation. They filled it a couple of days ago. They got rejected from that gap. It wasn't a full-on market failure type of rejection. What it was was a temporary short-term pullback type of rejection from filling the gap. Nothing more nothing less. Now they're back up at the gap. Is that an indication that Mrs. Market is going to trade through the gap to the next destination? Generally speaking, it's a bullish signal. They didn't get rejected in full. They had a little bit of a day and a half pullback away from the gap and they're right back up to the same place. That is a bullish move. I'm not making that up. I don't have a patent on it. Those are the facts. What's the next place if she pushes above the gap? What's the next place? Well, we have two things. Remember, we have this inverse head and shoulders pattern that has a target of somewhere between on the low side around four and a quarter up to maybe a spike of 430. Depends on where you take the measurement. It's taught in the class, lazy e-mini trader. We don't have to get into it here. What we need to know is where the target is 425 to 430, what's this pivot high? 431.73. If they got up there anytime soon, are they going to blow through that pivot high or find some at least temporary overhead resistance at that pivot high above 430, above 431? And the answer is using the normal thing happens using the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time the same stuff happens over and over and over again. 20%, it's the anomaly. Instead of if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, that's the 80%. Sometimes you take the mask off and it's what? 
It's the ugly duck. That's the part where not every trade is going to work out, but the majority of the time, they will work out. How about an intermission? Kind of like this one. This was from today. We had a zone. The zone was basically here, down to here. They came up four cents short of the bottom of the zone, and they had a rip-roaring ride away from the zone. Traders inside the numbers, traders in the live room were in this trade. It was laid out before the opening bell. Wrapping up the daily chart for tomorrow's activity, the question is, we can wake up to a gap higher or gap lower. So therefore, the question is, what happens if we wake up to a gap lower? Does that mean anything? Well, it may be just another early morning shakeout like we had today. Well, inside the numbers members and inside the numbers live room members will certainly have that information at their fingertips starting tomorrow at zero dark 30. We're here each morning in uniform, ready to go. It's a morning business. The live room lasts anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours, sometimes three hours. We go about our business just because the market's open all day doesn't mean we need to shop there all day long. We don't need the torture trades, the light volume, lack of participation, floating market trades. Sometimes there are no trades. We want to trade while there's participation in the market. This is what we discuss each day in the live room, trying to rewire our brains to have an understanding just because the market's open till four o'clock. That doesn't mean we need to shop there all day long. Get what you need, get out, pile up the wins, base hits put you in the Hall of Fame, compounding takes over, and your results will skyrocket if you just follow along, put blinders on, and forget about the variables you don't need. They only add risk we don't need. These are the things we talk about in the live room in detail. How you doing? Here's the routine. I'm going to highlight a couple of important things. You can pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the chart to double-check the work. If you're interested in what we're doing here, you'll do that. If you're not, you won't. We're given the early morning schematic. We have a pivot, we have the upside, and we have the what if they pull the rug out. Every morning, it's the same routine. So here we'll start with, what do we have at 9.15? Here's what we've got. 4.18.30s, our pivot above opens the door for higher stuff. We'll get to that later. Once you're in a trade, those become targets. If below the pivot, 4.17.83 is important and short-term support. If below on candle closes, not just a spike, the door opens for 4.16.75, give or take. Now watch this as we scroll up a little bit. 9.21, still before the opening bell. Now we're zeroing in on where the zone is, where's the entry point. If they get below 4.17.83, and you'll see earlier on if you read the notes, it's a higher risk coin toss type of place, but the next place and thing is 4.17.55, give or take. It's one of those test or spike the recent low and rip it back in the other direction. We do that trade almost every day. You have to be selective as to where, which low, and why do you have a supporting number underneath. So if they start pushing below, the next thing down is 4.16.75. It's not that far away. That creates a zone. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. 4.17.55 is the top horizontal line. The bottom one is 4.16.75. We're talking about the spike the low, and the low was the low from yesterday. Spike the low and rip it back in the other direction. They did that. 
They almost got to the bottom place. They came up four cents short. We talk about it in real time, and I write about it in the notes almost every day. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. I'm providing the numbers. Traders will do what makes them comfortable. You have to be comfortable in a trade. If you're uncomfortable with the trade you took, you're first looking for excuses to get out of the trade, to get back to your comfort zone. That's why each trader is going to do something slightly different, different entries. Some wait for spikes, some jump in early, others take all three, meaning top, middle, and bottom of a zone. There's no wrong answer. It's what makes you comfortable that is correct. And that was the result. We have traders that take a base hit off the table, hold a trailer, a portion of the position for the Whopper Junior, the Whopper with cheese, or the Rocket Ride are all three. All that was before the opening bell. You'll see it unfold in real time. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here, the exits, the entry, the what ifs, and then even when we wrap things up for the early afternoon, I'm going on sabbatical time frame, we still have all the prices above that are overhead resistance. 422.58 was the last price I gave today, other than 423.30, that was the former high. That was the spike the high and drop them back down in the other direction. We had traders that took that trade despite the fact that they're on their own in the afternoon. We don't like to do stupid stuff in the afternoon, but that wasn't necessarily stupid stuff. That was one of the trades that we design each and every day if it's available. The slow market in the afternoon, lunchtime beyond, creates the torture type situation waiting for something to happen on hopium. That's the issue with many of the afternoons. That's why it's a morning business. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Recapture the bottom portion or moving averages, the 50 and the 20. Nothing material has happened. It's not a bullish move. That's a bounce in a downtrend up 1%. Let me remind ourselves of the weekly chart. Has anything materially changed on the weekly chart? And the answer is no. They're doing the same thing they've been doing. Top of the channel, bottom of the channel. Until they break the chain in either direction, that's all they're doing. Put it in perspective. That's all I want you to do for Camp IWM. Nice healthy update for the folks down at the transportation department. Up 170 points or one and a quarter percent, but did anything materially happen? They came for a back test of the 20 period moving average. Okay, fine. Doesn't change the big picture, doesn't change the weekly chart. They're still below that 50-week moving average hovering. They can pop above. They can eat time off the clock and go lower. You don't know exactly what's going to happen. This is a weaker chart until they stage some kind of a rescue-slash-recovery operation. When you look at the hourly chart, for example, and this goes for, and this goes for any hourly chart that might look like this, they're climbing a big-time breakdown candle. Do they have to get to the top? No. Can they get to the top? Sure. That's what they're doing. Now, if they get above and they start closing candles above, well, all of a sudden you start looking at these pivots up here as the next targets. It happens in a progression. It's one day at a time, one candle at a time, one tick at a time. What about the Q people? Another one and a quarter percent up day. Anything wrong with the Q people? No. 
Did they make a new high today? No. Does that matter? No. The Spiders made a new high. The Qs did not make a new high. It doesn't make any difference. This is an uptrend. They're extended or a little far from home base. Home base is the 20-period moving average. Traditionally, they're going to come back toward home base or they're going to eat time off the clock and let home base creep up to price. That doesn't have to happen starting tomorrow. I'm just saying eventually they'll have to pull back and they'll have to reset the tape. Write this down, put it on a sticky note, 359.35. I think I did this last night. Keep it on your sticky notepad if you're long, if you're riding this up. And I know there are some traders that are. That is the next major resistance place. Could be 360, could be 359.01. Somewhere in that neighborhood is overhead resistance. It's also magnetic and has a tendency to draw price up. The Qs are above their 50% retracement as we speak. But let's get rid of this for a minute. And what I mean by that is, and we talk about this in the live room, this is the high, that's the low, it's not to the exact penny, it's a general area. 618, not 50, 618 retracement around 350. So guess what? They can push up, they can push up to the next one, but they can be here for a while also. This is a big time retracement. Big time high, big time low, big time retracement. About the XLF up 1% today. It's a bounce in a downtrend underneath the moving averages. The trend is your friend until it's not. If she pops back up above the moving averages, that's fine. But there's nothing on the chart indicating that she's getting ready to go on a bull run. When you look at the weekly chart, while this can remain in this channel for some period of time, and we don't know how much, it's an indefinite period of time. Here's a channel, and we can call this a channel, and you could say they could trade to the top, into these moving averages, move back down. If they break the chain on the downside, they're getting ready to go lower. If they break the chain on the upside, they're going to climb up some portion of this breakdown candle. You don't know exactly to where. They could get to the top, come up short, spike the top, but either way, that's what the magnetic thing would be pulling price up to if they broke the chain in the upward direction of this channel. What about the SMH, next victim? A little bit extended from home base. They had a day and a half pullback, the gap and crap the other day, yesterday down day, today bounce day, nothing wrong here. They don't have to be making new highs like the spiders, like the cues are close, it doesn't matter. It's still in an uptrend, but extended from home base. Pullback is not out of the question. Stay above this breakup candle low. That's the best position for the short term that the Smash Mouth or SMH or semiconductor space can be. Are we getting a rollover in semis, in AI, all that stuff? Or is this the beginning or midpoint of one of these bubblicious type of situations? We don't have to know that. We just have to know the important places on the charts. And the important place underneath current price is the breakup candle low. Below that, we have a gap. Start getting below that. You have this low here, which gives us no man's land all the way down to another gap or a breakout area. So there are multiple places that the market can A, pay a visit to, B, run a test of, and C, bounce away from, and we don't know whether they will or won't find support until we get there. It's all a matter of the manner in which we've got to see it in real time. That was a mouthful, but I hope you like them apples. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. 
We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.